Welcome to Haunted Escapes with Chris and Diane. This podcast will cover our trips to haunted hotels and locations. We will go over a brief history of the location, our personal experiences, and even rate some of the ghost tours in that area. Join us on our Haunted Escapes. Hi, and welcome to Episode 2 of Haunted Escapes with Chris and Diane. Hi. In Episode 1, we journeyed to the Myrtles Plantation in St. Francisville, Louisiana. There, we spend some time with the ghost children. If you want to hear more about the Myrtles, you can in Episode 1. In this episode, we will take you on a trip to the Magnolia Mansion at 2127 Britannia Street in the Lower Garden District of New Orleans. There, we'll talk about the strange things that happen to us. We will also discuss some of our favorite places in New Orleans. So join us in this, our next Haunted Escape. The Magnolia Mansion, formerly referred to as the Harris McGinnis House, has had a magnificent and often turbulent history of owners, the most interesting of whom are the Harris family, the McGinnis family, and the New Orleans chapter of the American Red Cross. The house now spans more than 150 years of the social life of New Orleans and was reinvigorated by new proprietors in May of 2021. And that's from their own website. There's also some spooky goings on at the hotel. Uh, the Magnolia Mansion, despite its close proximity to the American Horror Stories Buckner Mansion, is possibly the most haunted place to stay in New Orleans. Guests report seeing reflections in mirrors, lights turning off and on, doors opening unexpectedly, sounds of children giggling when none are there, and breezes moving through their rooms on calm nights. So, let's start with first impressions. Diane, what were your first impressions when we pulled up in front of the Magnolia? Well, when you first uh, pull up to the Magnolia Mansion, it's this beautiful blue and white color. The blue kind of matches the sky, and the antebellum uh, architecture is very pretty. Um, and then you go into the, the foyer, and it's just this long hallway with beautiful antique furniture with gold statues and yeah, everything that, yeah there were gold statues that ran that like went all along the uh, entryway once you open the hallway yeah and they were big too they were like five feet tall yeah they were they were really big and it was just very very pretty and very grand and chris what were your first impressions uh my first impressions were Pretty similar to yours. Uh, the place is beautiful. Uh, it's got a, a wrought iron fence that goes all the way around it, mm-hmm. and it's got a gate for you to enter. And when you walk up the steps, uh, there's a ceiling piece that's blue, and the guy who owned the place told us that that was be painted that way purposely. Uh, to do something with birds to keep them from uh, slamming into the roof. Oh, I didn't remember that. Yeah. Uh, but it was very nice. And then when you went into the main foyer, there were two two bedrooms on the first floor. The bedrooms were the Gone with the Wind suite. And our room. And our room, which was the vampire... The vampire's lair. Yeah, vampire's lair. 
and it was uh, outside of the room. There was a large, like two large sitting parlors, and then they had like a little area for the dining room, which is where we had breakfast. And uh, then there were stairs that went upstairs that led to the second floor. And on the second floor, I think there were like four rooms. Yeah, there were a couple more than on the bottom floor. And fun fact, our bed was, it's a replica of the bed in the interview with the vampire, which was really cool. Yeah, that was pretty cool. The room was really, really nice. It was all like dark uh, reds and velvet and uh, had like black things on the windows Black curtains, yeah, like black curtains. really fancy black curtains. Yeah, it was really neat. And then the bathroom had a, uh, it had a, a clawed foot claw tub. Foot tub. Mm-hmm. There was no shower, though, so you had to just bathe. Oh, it had that handheld yeah, shower. Yeah, but that, that, you couldn't really use that. Yeah. Uh, but when we got there, <clears throat> we spoke to the manager at the time, and he told us that we had uh, booked... The room, and there was no other guests scheduled for the entire week we were staying there. Mm-hmm. We were there about five days, and we had the whole place to ourselves. Yes, and he told us, he's like, oh, feel free to go check out the other rooms if you want, because we told him that we were doing a haunted honeymoon, and uh, he thought that was pretty cool. And then uh, we asked him about ghost tales from the uh, from that he knows from that from that hotel, and the one story he said was a personal experience of his own. He said he had gone upstairs to there's another vampire room up there. It's called like Vampires Bordello or something. Yeah, and he said he went up there to change the sheets or something, mm-hmm. and he walked in and it was after checkout time and he walked in and he said he saw somebody sitting in the bed yeah he saw two people sitting on the bed yes and he was like taken like aback he was like shocked he was like oh i apologize but you know checkout checkout time was at 11 o'clock and he said it was like around one he's like so you just have to leave and he said i'm just here to get some uh the dirty towels and stuff from the bathroom so he went into their bathroom, he said, and then on his way back out, he said, uh, he looked again, and there was nobody there. He's like, but the bathroom's door was open, and he was able to look into the room where the two figures were sitting, and he didn't see anything move, or he didn't see anybody go to the door, he didn't hear the door open, and uh, he said he could still see... Like indentations yeah, on the bed. Yeah, the two imprints of the people who were sitting on the bed. And he said, so that was something that was really scary to him. And he's like, he he started like being a little weary of going upstairs to, the, to that room. <laughs> <clears throat> and then he told us, uh, he was telling us about uh, some other things there's a another spirit they called the caretaker and he said the caretaker the story is that the caretaker would wander through the house and it had a habit of going into guest rooms and tucking them in and then didn't he like tidy up like put like their shoes and their slippers in one place yeah they were he said they would move the shoes 
And then I have it of moving your shoes and putting that, like if you left your shoes thrown in the middle of the road, you would wake up and they would be neatly under the bed or up against the door. So when we went in there, we opened the big doors. There was these two, this like huge mahogany door. And we opened it and we went into the room and the room was really nice. Uh, yeah, the door was like seven feet tall. I remember it being really big. Yeah, it was. And it was like heavy, like a heavy oak. Yeah, like a very heavy door. Yeah, it was, it was, it was really, well, it was really pretty. And then uh, after we got there, our first day, we went up going to the, uh, you know, we went into new, into the French Quarter. We did stuff in the French Quarter and then we got back and... Uh, that night, we go to bed, and as we were sleeping, uh, I woke up in the middle of the night because I heard what sounded like someone was shuffling around the bed. And uh, I woke up, and there was nobody there, but I remember hearing it. And then Diane heard it uh, also a couple days later. Mm-hmm. And then there was some other really creepy things that happened to us there. Uh, the one was, uh, what was it you saw with the statue? So there were these, these two little uh, angel statues that were in the room with us. There was a big, I think it's called an armoire. Yes. And inside the armoire was the TV. But on top of the armoire were these little angel statues. One was up on top of the armoire, and one was on the bedside table. Yeah, right next to you, right? Yes. And I was sleeping, and I woke up in the middle of the night, and I looked over at the bedside table, and I didn't see the angel statue. And I think at that point I was, like, dreary and just, like, fell back to sleep. And then I woke back up, and the angel statue was back on the table, which is weird. Yeah. And then... We did have the shoe thing happen to us. We took the shoes off the one one of the nights we went home. We came back to the hotel. We uh, I kicked my shoes off and just kind of let them sit there. And uh, we went to bed and I woke up and yeah, the next day they were they were neatly set together right underneath the foot of the bed. So that that was interesting. And my wife says she didn't do it. Yes, I did not move his stinky shoes. So then, uh, the one night, <laughs> another one of the strange things that happened, uh, we were out real late one night in the French Quarter, and we had gone on, uh, we had gone to eat, and we had gone on a ghost tour or something, and we came home, well, you know, back to the hotel, and we were walking, and now, remember, we're the only people staying here for this entire week. Yes. So we come walking in and uh, getting ready to like relax and sit down on the furniture when all of a sudden we hear what sounded like somebody up on the second floor walking around. Yes, there was a lot of movement on the second floor. It was loud too. It was audible. You knew that there was somebody up there like heavy, heavy like uh, footsteps. Yeah, and we, like, looked at each other, like, well, we didn't think anybody else was coming in. You know, the manager didn't say anything. I mean, not that he has to say anything to us, but... Nah, uh, but they would have, because he knew we were there by ourselves. Yeah, and we were like, well, do we go up there? Is, 
Like, what's going on? Yeah, so uh, Diane goes over to the foot of the steps, and uh, we're both standing there listening, and we yelled up there. Mm-hmm. We yelled up to, like, see if anybody was upstairs, and there was no answer, but we you kept hearing the footsteps. So uh, we wound up going upstairs to go check it out, and uh, we go up the stairs, and it was, it's totally dark in the upstairs. There were, like, no lights on or anything. Mm-hmm. So we just had our flashlights on our phone, and we go up the steps, and uh, once we get up there... We're looking down the hallway, and there was, there was no nobody. Nothing. Nobody was there. Uh, we checked. We even looked in a couple of the rooms, like they were all open. And we even checked the logbook where you have a logbook where you yeah you could sign, sign in. in yeah you could you signed your name in, and there was nobody signed in for you to see if anyone had come in while we were gone. So that that was pretty. Uh, that was pretty spooky. Mm-hmm. And then that same night, uh, if that wasn't enough, after we got done, we go downstairs and we're going to go to bed. Mm-hmm. And uh, I had, I was getting washed up. And, you know, we were already a little spooked from what had just happened. And uh, I happened to take my wedding ring off. And there was like this little fireplace mantelpiece. And I laid my wedding ring down on there as I went into the bathroom to wash up to go to bed. Uh, so I come out and I turn the lights off and I go over to my side of the bed and uh, I, once I lay down I remember crap my I left my ring over over on the mantelpiece and I said something to Diane yeah I remember you saying well I'm gonna leave my wedding ring over here um, just so I know where it is and I don't lose it. And I was like, okay, I think I was in bed at that point ready to... I'm like, okay, we'll just get it in the morning. Well, yeah, so then we lay down and we went to sleep. And uh, the next morning, uh, I wake up and my wedding band is sitting on the table right next to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, on the bedside table. So as I see it, I look at it, I'm like, huh. I said to Diane, I'm like, Diane, I'm like, you didn't have to grab that and bring it over here. It was just going to sit there. No one was going to take it. Mm-hmm. I just, I knew it was there. I would have gotten it in the morning. And she turns around to me and she's like, what are you talking about? And I said, well, you, you grabbed my wedding band from the mantle and you brought it over and put it next to my bed. Mm-hmm. And, uh. I didn't do that. Yeah. She, she's like, I didn't touch your ring. She's like, I didn't take it. I didn't move it. And I remember just looking at her. I'm like, yeah, I'll you had to, Wolf. Don't be messing with me. And she's like, no. She's like, I, I didn't, Chris. I didn't take it. So then I'm sitting there racking my brain trying to figure out if I woke up and got it. But no, I slept straight through. So uh, I don't know. To this day, I got the goosebumps even thinking about it. To this day, I still don't know how that ring got moved from the mantelpiece next to the bed. It was the caretaker. The yeah, I guess so. I guess it was the caretaker because we did hear the shuffling yeah. almost every night we were there. And it was like, imagine somebody wearing like bedroom slippers mm-hmm. or uh, like shoes and they're not picking their feet up all the way. Yeah, they're just shuffling on yeah. the carpet. Yeah, and we heard that just about every, almost every night we were there. Uh, so that was... That was definitely odd. And then when uh, the manager came back in, right when we were getting ready to leave, we we asked him about 
the thing upstairs and everything. And he's like, oh, he's like, no, nobody was here. It's just you guys. And then he's like, we have had reports of that, though, where mm-hmm. people hear footsteps upstairs and they'll hear coming going up and down the steps. Now, mm-hmm. we didn't hear it going up and down the steps, but no. we definitely heard what sounded like heavy footsteps up on that second floor. And then I also want to say that before we left, the manager was like, oh, here, do you want to look through the guest book and see all the other spooky tales that the other guests had had? And we were sitting there looking at it. We added our own stuff that happened before we left. And a lot of them said they also heard the shuffling in the middle of the night. Uh huh. So it was it was really it was creepy. And I also want to say that there is a restaurant downstairs in the Magnolia Mansion, but when we heard the footsteps, that had already closed and that was done and over with and everything. Well, I don't. That late. I'm pretty sure that it wasn't even open. I'm pretty sure they were remodeling it. Yeah, but there was like nobody. Oh there. no! When we got home, it was like after midnight. Yeah. It was almost one o'clock in the morning. There was nobody. There was nobody outside. Mm-hmm. It was just us coming in, and that's why. And even if it was, the restaurant was in the basement, mm-hmm. so they wouldn't have been up on the second floor anyhow. But it was it was definitely an experience that I will not soon forget. Nope. So that uh, pretty much. All the stuff that happened to us while we were staying at the Magnolia Mansion. I think that was enough. (laughs) Well, yeah. But uh, if you're ever down in New Orleans, I would highly recommend calling them, getting a reservation, staying there for a day or two. Uh, It was very nice grounds. It's very pretty. And uh, who knows? You might have some ghostly things of your own. Maybe you'll hear the caretaker like we did oh yeah the the magnolia mansion was very everything was just very pretty and very it comes off as like high class the staff was very nice the the rooms were nice everything was very very good absolutely um and also um now we're at the part where we're going to tell you a few things that we saw while we were in new orleans that we would recommend if you go there because, you know, Taunted Escapes, but it's not just going to be about the ghosts that we see. We're going to try to put in uh, ghost walks we've gone on, maybe a couple places we visited while we were there. And that way, if you ever in the future find yourself going there, you'll have uh, some ideas of things to go check out. So uh, I guess the first thing that we can start on about that is we will go over some of the ghost walks we went on. Uh, there's tons of them. I mean, they're if you just walking around uh, the French Quarter, you'll find every couple of blocks there are a bunch of them. Uh, here are the ones we did, and they were uh, they were very good. They they good with the stories. Uh, they good mix of history, ghost things, and urban legend. Mm-hmm. Uh, they and sorry every. Every ghost tour we went on had a hour break, I think it was, for booze. Oh, yeah, yeah. All the ghost tours down there, they stop at the bars. Yep. And you can go into a bar, and you, know, you can have a couple drinks. And they say, drink spirits to see spirits. Yeah, that's what a couple of them were saying to us while we were doing it. Uh, so, some of the tours that we went on, 
Uh, here's five of them that we really enjoyed. Uh, we went on the Ghost and Vampire Walking Tour of the French Quarter. Uh, that was the first one we went on the first night, and that's got some really good stories. The second tour we went on while we were there was called the New Orleans True Crime Voodoo and Vampire Walking Tour. Then we went on the Haunted History Ghost Tour. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that was my favorite one. And then the last one went on was the Five-in-One Ghost and Mystery Tour. That one was pretty cool, too. They, they took you into a, a voodoo shop, and they mm-hmm. tell you stories about voodoo and uh, Marie, uh, Marie, Laveau. Marie Laveau. Maybe that was my favorite one. What was and your favorite one? Out of all those... I liked all of them. I really liked the ghost one. I mean, they all went to a lot of the same places, but I know the ghost and vampire tour, they went to uh, the Lollery Mansion, mm-hmm. and they stood outside of the Lollery Mansion to tell you the story about uh, uh, Delph- Delphi Lollery was her name, I think, or yeah. Delphine, and how she had uh, the servants who she like abused and did all kinds of stuff to them, and mm-hmm. then... The house wound up catching on fire, and the people yeah, caught her. Yeah, that's how they caught her. Yeah, and they chased her out of town. And then there was another one of the stories they talk about was uh, this uh, this uh, old church that they turned into uh, some kind of a home. And there were, it's like about vampire stories, and they were, the people saw them walking with uh, coffins and you know it got around thinking it was vampires and stuff but here it was uh, due to the uh, yellow fever that struck down there killed a bunch of people yeah we didn't get a chance to go to any of the cemetery tours Um, we'll just have to do that next time yeah I definitely want to get down there again Uh, and then uh there was a there's a bunch of great little uh, shops down on uh, what was it Royale Street? I think it was Royale Street. Royale Street. It's in the French Quarter, which uh, from where we stayed, uh, you could go right around the corner and hop the. Uh, it was like a trolley. Yeah, I think it was Saint Charles. Yeah, Saint Charles, Charles Street. Yeah, trolley, and it was like. A dollar. Yeah, it was really cheap, and we got there really quick. Yeah, and yeah, it it drives you right down to uh, the French Quarter where they drop you off. Mm-hmm. Right in the heart of everything. Yep, and when you go into the French Quarter, it's a certain, uh, it's only a certain block radius where you're allowed to have alcohol and stuff out on the streets, and if you go past that, or if you're on the main street, the cops will arrest you for a drunken. Uh, con- Public like, intoxication. Yeah, but when you're in the French Quarter, they they let it slide. Yeah, it was it was wild. There were people walking around with drinks about eleven o'clock in the morning. Oh yeah, yeah. We had a couple drinks. We had uh, the first drink we had was called the Grenade. Oh yeah, that was good. <laughs> that was really good. And it was frozen. Yeah, it was a frozen drink because it's so hot down there. So hot and humid. And uh, luckily, a lot of our drinks are frozen yeah. type drinks. And then we had uh, voodoo juice. Mm-hmm. That and what's was in that? Uh, what what do you say? Rum, more rum, more rum, and a little bit of pineapple juice. A little bit of pineapple juice. 
that was really good. And then we stayed at the famous uh, O'Brien's. Pat O'Brien's. Pat O'Brien's, where we got the Hurricanes. Yes. And that's a really nice uh, bar. They have uh, they have piano bar there, and it's like three or four bars all together in one big building. Mm-hmm. And it's all part of Pat O'Brien's. Yeah, we got the glasses. We tried the Hurricanes. They even have like an outside patio thing, which is really nice. Yeah, it was it was really nice. And then we went to our first night there. We were walking along the street, and this uh, this homeless guy came over, and we were talking, and he started talking to us, and he asked us, it was our first time there, and you know, we're like, yeah, 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 and we're discussing it, and we're like, yeah, we're going to go to Bourbon Street, go listen to music, and he's like, no, 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 you don't want to go to Bourbon Street, he's like, you want to go to Frenchman Street. Yes. He said, that's what Bourbon Street used to be. Mm-hmm. He said, go to Frenchman Street, and there's all kinds of bars there and stuff like that. He goes, and I'm like, all right, okay, yeah, we'll try it out. And he said, uh, go try the Spotted Cat Cafe. And uh, now this isn't a sponsor for them or anything, but that's that was the first place we went to there, and it was great. Yeah. Great music, great uh, everything. Uh, the atmosphere, the people, and then uh, after that, I so I recommend going there. Then we went to Cafe de Monde. Oh yes, and we had the beignets, the delicious beignets. It's it's a long wait, but it is worth the wait. It gets very busy there, but it, they're worth the wait. And it's busy like nonstop. We went; it had to have been like midnight, and the place was still open. Mm-hmm. And we wound up going over there to get some. Uh, the coffee, they have regular coffee, and they have this other one called, like, chicory root coffee. That was kind of funky. I didn't like that. But the regular coffee was good. Mm-hmm. Now, everybody loves Bourbon Street, and Bourbon Street wasn't really our deal, but it is for certain people. If you're single, if you're younger, we're a little bit older, a little bit more mature. So, Frenchman Street was, was yeah, more of our scene. Yeah, that had more... Just the clubs and the music, and it wasn't all... And Bourbon Street gets kind of... It's raunchy down there, and we just... Not in the way at the time. Plus, it was our honeymoon, so we're not going to mm-hmm. go in there. But Frenchman Street was neat. They had a bunch of different uh, little bars and uh, music. You hear the music just walking down the streets. You can hear the jazz playing. Yeah, there were just impromptu... People playing instruments all over the place. Yeah, we were walking after leaving the Spotted Cat. We were going to go to Cafe de Monde, and as we're walking, we just hear music playing, and, you know, we followed it, followed to see where the music was coming from. And it must have been about three or four guys. Mm-hmm. And they were just playing. They were just playing music in the middle of the street, and there was a whole group around them, and people were dancing. It was, it was wild. It was... A lot of fun. Uh, the next part we're going to talk about is uh, some of the places uh, we would recommend for, like, food. Yes. Now, everybody's going to have their own tastes, and New Orleans is such a good place for food and things to eat. hmm But uh, the ones we went to, it's too many. You'll never get to see them all, and they're all good, but we just went to uh, a few and some of the ones we went to, we went to uh, Two Jacks. 
Yes, we went there our very first day. We took an Uber, and we were like, where do we go to get good food? And he said two jacks. Yes, and the food, it is good. It was very, uh, I had a shrimp etouffee, and I think the... I think I had some kind of meatloaf thing. Yeah, some kind of, yeah, something like that. I'm not a seafood eater. No, yeah, she doesn't like seafood. And then, uh... That was good food. That's 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 like a nicer. You want to dress nicely. It's a more upscale, but uh, it was very nice. And then we went to uh, one of the other days. We went to uh, Mambo, and uh, once we went there, that's like a little tiny. It's like a restaurant uh, bar thing, mm-hmm. and uh, I went. We had the. Uh, jambalaya which was excellent and this thing called a muffaletta yes the muffaletta was delicious it's like a hoagie with an olive spread like an olive salad and i I loved it it was one of the the my favorite things of eating there yes and then uh one of the places we went to after that was called because you go down to new orleans everybody talks about po boys Mm -hmm. that's uh, one of their signature things and there's tons of po'boy shops, and you don't know which one to go to. So we just happen to ask. Your best bet is ask the locals. Yes. When you go into some of the restaurants or some of the shops, just ask them, and they'll tell you where to go. So we went up going in there, and we told them we were looking to get these po'boys, and they told us to go to this place called Johnny Po'boy. And uh, they were good. They were good, too. It mm-hmm. was a, that, that was a good sandwich. And then uh, we went to the gumbo pot. I think that was our last night. Yeah, that was our last night. Our last night there, we went to the gumbo pot, and that had a line mm-hmm. out the door. Yeah, I think that's the one we made a reservation yeah, for. We, yeah, 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 we made a reservation for that one. And then we went in there, and once there, I had, uh, obviously, their gumbo, which was awesome. And then I had crayfish etouffee. Now, what the etouffees are is it's like shrimp. That they grill and then they have like grits, and there's like a sauce that they put on it. And the 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 crayfish was the same thing only instead of uh, shrimp. It was obviously little little crawfish. I would eat the grits. I would eat everything but the seafood. Seafood was good though. And there, I think she had chicken. Big one. Yeah, I think I. Uh, Cajun or a Creole chicken that was Something delicious. Like that. And then we had uh, this real good. Uh, white wine to go with it oh yes what was it a Riesling yeah it was a Riesling I can't remember the name of it but it was it was very good and I haven't been able to find it. we had a took a picture of it so we would remember it mm-hmm. but uh when we came back up here trying to find that wine again I we can't I can't find it Nobody I think it was a it. French wine it might have been it probably was a lot of the stuff down there is French but uh yeah, and then you can go on uh, carriage rides mm-hmm. where they have uh, it's a mule and it pulls the carriage throughout yep. all the areas and they have a guide who will tell you stories and they give you a history thing. And they actually have a, a, like a haunted one too that I wanted to do, but we just ran out of time. Yeah, I think we got the carriage ride at St. James Square. Yeah, yeah, that's where it picks you up. And it it it's a uh, it was fun. It was a lot of fun. It was a great vacation. Great mm-hmm. great honeymoon. The ghosts were cool, but 
even without the ghost, I would give the the trip a five star rating. It was awesome. So just so everyone knows, like none of these restaurants or walks that we've been talking about are like sponsored or anything. But we're open to it. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, and there are millions of other walks and uh, places to eat there. I'm not saying one's better than another or anything. I'm just saying the ones we went to are these ones. And this is what we experienced while we were at them. And we would recommend trying them out. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure that New Orleans is the kind of city where everywhere you go to get food is going to be delicious. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, they're known for they're known for all the real good food and everything. Uh, so that pretty much uh, brings us to the end of this podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, we uh, are very thankful for you listening to us and joining us on our uh, latest ghostly escape. Yes, thank you for listening, and thank you for listening to the first episode as well. And next week, we'll be talking about our trip to Salem, Massachusetts. Yes, which country? Yes, which country? That should be, that's a fun one, too. And, uh, well, if you enjoy this, please follow us and uh, subscribe. And uh, we also have this on all the streaming services, and we recently... Uh, we put uh, the first episode on YouTube with some pictures we took at the Myrtles. And we're going to do that again with this one. We're going to post this on YouTube with uh, some pictures from our stay at Magnolia. And uh, maybe uh, mm-hmm. if I can find some videos of our time in New Orleans itself. Yes. Uh, we're on Spotify. We're on Ap- Amazon Music. We are trying to get on Apple. Apple. uh Apple Music, um, and we're also on YouTube, so um, follow us on any of, any, them, of really. those, any of those platforms. We really, really appreciate it. Yeah, and if you guys do, uh, hopefully we can bring you more tales and stories of things that we've gone and done and experienced, and maybe it'll give you ideas to go check these places out yep. in the future. And again, if you have any stories of your own, places you've been to, things that you've experienced, please, by all means, send us a uh, email at penepicproductions at gmail.com. And uh, we'll maybe do a, a podcast where instead of us telling our stories, we'll tell your stories. That'll be fun. Yeah, it should be fun. So thank you again. Have a good night or day, wherever it is. And uh, thank you. Bye. Bye.